Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Perfect. That was quick. Just instant connection. How's it going? I know, right? It's going, it's going good. I mean, you know, besides the, the, the pending apocalypse, it's, everything's pretty okay. <laughs> well, I was trying to rack my brain. Yeah, I mean, the world has changed within, you know, the space of a week beyond recognition. And it's it's absolutely insane, isn't it? Um, I was just trying to wrap my brain the other day, though, and trying to think when the last time we saw each other and caught up or did any sort of interview type thing was. And you know what? It was like 2018. So we, we're almost oh, at two years. Yeah, it was when you and Joe came over to the Gibson Studios in London just before oh, Vicious yes. had come out. And we did like a sit down for Scurs, like a TV thing. Um, and that was the last time because I missed you. I think I missed you on the last two tours. Um, but you've been killing it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 a it's such a strange thing, you know, right now, because it's like I, I miss, you know, I do. I really do miss being on tour now. Now, luckily for us, we somehow the stars aligned and we we had had we had slotted this time to just kind of settle down and write a record so we don't necessarily have you know a full summer tour with luckily you know but like we know so many people that do and it's like it's it's crazy and people that have de- are, are dependent on that and have just released records and dependent on that promo so it's like yeah we, we're uh, we're pretty lucky over here is there been a quite a you know substantial gap in the touring schedule for you guys and you've been off the road and you've just been at home writing and working on a new album i presume that's where you're at yeah, that's where we're at, at at the moment. We had a small uh, run slotted for April, but that has since been postponed to September. Hopefully, it doesn't. It's not one of those, you know, like keep postponing, keep postponing things. Hopefully, this all like blows over and we can actually do that. But it's it's really weird how the future is absolutely uncertain for so many of us, you know. So all all I can do is write. <laughs> you know, that's how I'm staying in control. <laughs> 
And you're in Nashville, right? That's where you live, because, I mean, only a couple of weeks ago, there was obviously that devastating tornado there as well. I mean, how hard did that hit the local community? Oh, it's it's incredible. Um, we're still not recovered from it. Uh, again, luckily, it, it, it landed... Um, it, not not super close to us so it we uh, none of the guys and like um all of our houses are intact but if you go you know in kind of east nashville um it's just devastating and and it's like there's so many venues that are like just demolished just to the ground um so many restaurants uh so many houses uh we we heard uh, (laughs) incredible and absolutely morbidly devastating stories from locals uh one of our friends uh uh, he's in uh, a band called june and he uh his whole like the side of his house is gone so like they they they, (laughs) it's funny they did they did exactly what you're not supposed to do as in like go outside (laughs) but i get they him and his uh fiance went outside with the dog and like kind of hid in like an elevator shaft in their apartment and their entire like the side of their of their spot is is gone like they still don't know where their couch went their couch just like left <laughs> like who knows where it landed so it's like it's crazy so and that was just right before all this all you know the the uh the pandemic uh craziness started so we were all everybody in the community was um was putting together this benefit show and and everybody was going to come out and just supporting you know anybody that needed you know supplies repairs money just you know any of that and that got canceled due to the pandemic so like we're just (laughs) that i feel so bad for all of these poor people that now have to be um staying at home quarantined but they have maybe half of a house and everything is tarped over it's just so sad so um so yeah, hopefully all this gets back to normal soon so we can actually like fix the first problem. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I was having a conversation with Joel from Airborne just last week and, you know, they obviously had the, the fires raging oh, all yeah. over Australia just before this as well. And, you know, there's so much work to be done there too with, you know, recovery. And it's obviously not going to happen now for however long. It's I mean, we, let's break for a song, then we'll come back and we'll we'll talk more about all of this you know, chaos and insanity. Um, The first of five that you've picked, rather aptly titled, is The End um, by Black Sabbath. I guess I don't even really need to ask why that one is on the list. It sort of explains itself, doesn't it? It does. You know, it's interesting, though, uh, you know, with with Ozzy, there's always some kind of smirk, I think, that goes along with a lot of uh, with him singing those words. And, um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's the first line is the it's 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 the end of the beginning. And, uh, you know, in the beginning of the end. And and it's like uh, for me, I, I almost can spin that in kind of a positive aspect, as in. You know, when we get to the other side of all of this, it's not going to be the same world that we knew before it. But maybe, maybe we can make it a little better than where we left off, you know?
let's go in on that first of all because I'm on, I'm on exactly the same page there. I feel like you know this isn't just going to blow over. This is something which is going to change the course of human history forever. It's going to change the world and life as we know it forever. And that could, as you say, be you know beneficial for for all of us for the planet. It's obviously going to be a rough ride, and you know the death tolls are rising still, and and that's obviously scary, but. There does, I think, hopefully kind of, you know, seem to be a an end in sight, which, you know, hopefully won't be too far away. And I think that the yeah. the next chapter is going to be exactly that, isn't it? It's going to be like a whole new phase of existence. I've been thinking about that a lot of you. Oh, absolutely. It's a it's I keep thinking about um I keep thinking about like all of the things that that everyone was obsessed with just four weeks ago. Yeah. Like you know whose side of the political thing you know especially uh, you know here in America you know who, whose side are you on and nobody's telling the truth and and you know there's you know all these petty differences like you know the like, like boys against girls and the color of our skin and all of this stuff that like has been like setting back humanity like <laughs> you know, hundreds of years and and dividing um, us yeah and dividing everybody and and so but here's the, the the thing about this pandemic is that we now have a common enemy you know so what i'm seeing so often now and, and just like from observing online and you know nobody's like nobody's talking about that right now we're all kind of talking about um, you know, how we can get through this together and, and all hands on deck and everybody's kind of helping each other out with however they're feeling and checking in on each other. And we're all talking like uh, over FaceTime more often. <laughs> you know, I've never d- done so many like videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, fa- like videos with people uh, than over the past like, you know, a couple weeks. So um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we're maybe better humans, you know, when we come out on the other side of this the most recent few months I think have been overtaken by a lot of division and I think that's been growing a lot and you see a lot of bickering not even just on the political front but just online and on an individual yeah. personal basis you see a lot of bickering and squabbling and as you say I think that when things like this happen like it gives you such a huge shift in perspective and especially because you know we're forced to kind of just stay indoors and and think like there's not a lot else we can do you get a lot of time don't you to self-reflect and and analyze and take stock and again I've been doing a lot of that too just kind of thinking like what do I want to happen to you know in my life after this what kind of person do I want to be from here going forward it's a crazy uncertain time but it's are you moderately excited by you know the uh the uncertainty of the future and the outcome of it as well at the same time think so uh you know and and again you know i'm 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 not happy about the death toll and i'm not happy about um you know all, all of the fear and the and the and people being scared uh, but but i am op- optimistic because in the moment right now with me um i've been doing a lot of self-reflecting um i've had it's kind of like we're in, in a position right now where there are no there the rules of there are no rules mm-hmm. <laughs> basically it's not yeah. even so much the rules have changed um we're all just trying to we're floating trying to figure out where we're going to settle in and for me the the writing um has been amazing for that because it's not i'm not buzzing around the same you know towers so to speak that i usually do and then i'm thinking so much more about um i I guess like the the i guess the polars in 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 myself as in everything that i'm writing is either um it you know extremely personal 
because I can, um, or or it's uh, kind of something to gift upon the world, you know, as in kind of like you know we're all in this together type of thing. So it's been a it's been kind of freeing almost to just sit down and be like, okay, when, when this is all over, like what collection of songs do I want? What what would I be proud to like hand you know all of these people when all of this is done and uh, and. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it's like I'm not doing it for radio, and I'm not doing it for a label, and I'm not doing it for even my bandmates or producer. You know, it's, I'm absolutely just writing for me. And um, and it's funny because I thought that that was where my head was at when we we're making our last record, and I was very proud of that. But now, because of what's going on in the world, um, I I think that and I can honestly say that I finally made it home. You know, <laughs> so uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I I I. I I also I love our community and uh, you know our fan base and everybody reaching out and um, you know we've just kind of been keeping in touch I think more often than we usually do and that's quite a lot on a normal in in normal life you know or the way it used to be you know yeah, yeah. so uh, so so that's been that's been fun too and I've seen a lot of people just you know just being kind you know to each other and it's just kind of like hey man you know. But we're all going through it, and and so I, that's that to me is a is a beautiful thing too. You know that I can take away from all of this. Yeah, people actually looking out for each other uh, in ways which you know I've never seen before. It's it's heartwarming, isn't it? It seems like yeah. we finally have each other's back, and it's taken this to wake us up to the you know the, the <laughs> concept that we are actually all in this thing together. And on a global scale, it's yes. not even it has nothing to do. Yeah, there's with, no sides, yeah. is there? There's you know, this isn't yeah. like a war in the traditional sense. This is just something which we're all fighting. This kind of unknown thing, this virus, which you know stands to kind of you know throw everything that we know into complete disarray. So it's this idea of let's pull together, work together. It's amazing. Yeah, I saw the sweetest thing. Uh, yesterday I was out on my porch and my my neighbors uh, kind of across the the cove I, I, li- I live on a on a small lake and, and there's a cove across from me and and it was the whole family they were having like an old-fashioned picnic they were having sandwiches on a blanket and I'm like I don't think I have ever seen that <laughs> yeah know? yeah yeah like like ever so like that's a just a, a cool thing I'm like oh neat you know well they got nothing better to do is might as well get closer and let's have a good old-fashioned family picnic <laughs> that's it i've been chatting to a few parents and you know getting the lowdown on on what the the beneficial side to being at home with you know your children your partner your family and it seems like across the board there's a lot of bonding and a lot of you know connection or reconnection in some instances going on um let's break for the second of your five song soundtrack to the end of the world lizzie and then we'll come back and talk some more again uh so appropriately titled you're the second person to have picked this song um which i thought there'd have been a lot more to be honest but i i adore this band so much and i know that as well as being a big rock and metal fan you know kind of indian alternative college rock kind of 80s music has, has been a big part of your musical dna hasn't it since day dot Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer that if it's good, it's good. And if there's passion, it doesn't matter what, what genre it is, you know. And um, it's funny, I, I have a lot, I, I remember having a lot of conversations with Corey Taylor about that because he's very eclectic and, yeah. you know, he he wants to cover Prince and then he wants to cover Slayer, you know. It's like, that's what it is. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and if he could do both at the same time, I'm sure he would. Um, but, uh, but no, I, lo- I love R.E.M. And, and they've always been kind of had their finger on 
on the pulse of whatever's happening, you know, and whatever the world is going through. And, and it's, it's funny how lyrics mean something different now because he rapid fire lists all of these things, like all of these problems in the world and all of that. And if you really listen carefully to this song, none of that stuff matters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, so it's almost comforting. (laughs) It's almost like a Bob Dylan style approach as well, isn't it? It's almost like subterranean homesick blues kind of amped up. That fast, as oh, you yeah. say, rapid fire, political analogy, bang, 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 wrapped up in this kind of crazy, catchy, off-kilter rock and roll song. I love it. It's a banger. That's great. It starts with an earthquake, birds and snakes, an airplane, Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane, listen to yourself, turn world, serve its own needs, dummy, serve your own needs, beat it up a knock, speak, grunt, no strength, the ladder starts to clatter with. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. It's the end of the world
So you mentioned family a moment ago, Lizzie. Your brother celebrated his birthday recently. Um, obviously, you wouldn't have get to be with him. Is he uh, West Coast? Is he over in LA still? Um, no, actually. He uh, just literally a few weeks ago... Um, bought a place in Nashville. Oh, cool, so, right. So, I, ironically, right, right, right as all of this stuff started happening. Um, so, yeah, so all four all four of us are so close yet so far away because we can't really we, – we started a, a couple weeks ago, you know, because we were writing record. The guys were coming over, like, you know, every weekday, you know, just kind of coming over to, to my home studio, and, and we were, you know, just jamming out on things. And then as the as everything started to get – crazier and crazier that started trickling down and then we kind of had a had a band meeting like i think we should just kind of stay at home right now and see how this all blows over just so you know we're not part of the problem and so it's so funny how we finally are all in the same like city yeah (laughs) but we're not but we're not together right now so we've had a lot of like video you know uh just conferencing and you know talking and um you know little bro he it doesn't matter what's going on he is always going to be able to entertain himself and no doubt so he so he threw himself a party (laughs) (laughs) no that doesn't surprise me in the slightest yeah absolutely yeah you know (laughs) i mean the smart band or perhaps the foolish band may have decided early on to quarantine together did did, was that a conversation that came up did the four of you go oh maybe we should lock it in and and write this record during this that time or did you decide against that for the uh, the, the better, the greater good? <laughs> I, I, we, we decided against that definitely for the greater good. Um, but but a bigger but a, a bigger instance was uh, um, Josh has a as a wife and a kid, and yeah. so he's got to like. So that was one of those things where he was like, "Yeah, I I, I need to spend this time with family and and uh, and yeah." Because and now years ago, like before the, the the girlfriends and the wives and everything, absolutely, and we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> inadvertently over the years um self-imposed you know, they, quarantine yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh, you know I, I remember when we were making our our first record at first and second record we were all living in the same apartment together so it was just like one of those things or you know going through like all the earthquakes and mudslides and whatever what have you fires that were going on in california at the time and um so yeah we, we've been it's funny we've been talking a lot about like all the stuff that that we've been through as a band and then now this historical situation that you know it's it's just a it's a it's it's crazy it's a crazy time to to be alive (laughs) it seems like only yesterday in many ways that you know i remember watching you guys perform it was your first european headline show in birmingham at the academy room Two. Oh yeah and I just, you know, I'll, I'll never forget you just drinking this can of Stella at the end of the show while singing Here's to Us. And Rob Fenn was out on the road with you then. And like seeing how far both you as a band and Rob as a photographer have have come and, and traveled in, in that time is, you know, amazing. Like you guys doing Ali, Ali Pali, Alexandra Palace last time you were over here. And, you know, Rob just traveling all around the world with Zombie. Like it's it's so amazing to see and you know it makes me so proud to see how far you guys have all come and it's been a wild ride hasn't it and and now oh, yeah because of this whole new scenario like last week feels like another lifetime ago so you know 10 years ago now is like well that's another universe away absolutely it's it's strange because because you know the the future is very much uncertain for for most of us yeah um you know we have to figure out a different way to to do things and a different way to to reach out and um you know and and you can and you know you can 
think about it, you know, in a negative way and you can kind of, you know, you can complain about that kind of thing um, or you can just figure it out and, and almost think of it as like a, a clean slate and a new page. And, yeah. um, and so that, you know, that's kind of how we're, we're viewing it. But, uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, we're so lucky, man, you know, that we're still a band and we still like each other. And, um, you know, we, we talk about that a lot, you know, like, li- like little bro and I were literally like cracking up we're, we've been sending each other like videos like that we find online and, and like, isn't it cool that like we're still like so incredibly juvenile that we can like you know laugh at some stupid TikTok video or something with each other and um, or talk about like being kids and you know watch. He was sending me like some like Muppet like the, the old Muppet Show stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. like he loves like, the Muppets, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, well, you know, <laughs> technically, Animal was his first influence on the drums. So <laughs> if you really want to dig into that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's it's interesting, and um, I've been thinking a lot about that too. About how uh, you know I'm I'm so incredibly humbled and and uh, and amazed at how far we've come as a band. But but also you know the fact that we're we're still doing it. And we we said this uh, uh, like so when when we were making our first our first record, you know, we were there was a lot of ups and downs. That was a a, a crazy time for the industry. You know, there were. Um, it was kind of the end of the record business, wasn't it? Yeah, everybody was getting dropped, and our A and R guy got fired, and and you know we were t- talking like we were seeing all of our peers just get dropped from their labels, and everyone's going home, and and every time something like that would happen, including the mudslides and the earthquakes and the fires, and, and all the, all these other things that were happening to us at the time, and now the um, tornadoes time, and the pandemics, yeah, and now the tornado, yeah. Well, we 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 reminded ourselves that, that when all that was going down, um, that was where here's to us actually came from now that song didn't, right. didn't go on a record until the second yeah, yeah, record yeah, yeah. but but you know we would cheers to that cheers to the ups as well as cheers to the downs because we 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 just talked about this like no matter what happens with all of this we're gonna figure it out we're gonna figure out a way to continue to do music we're gonna figure out it's it's we're we're gonna be okay as a band and so we're just kind of like reminding each other of that and it's a it's 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 a beautiful thing <laughs> let's come back and get into that in a little bit more detail um this third song by one of the greatest to ever do it such a an icon a giant so sadly missed as well and this song is just beautiful i love it tom petty i won't back down oh yeah uh what, what an amazing i don't think you can ever go wrong with tom petty i i it doesn't, it's a doesn't fact matter. you can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if you're like are like a thrash metal dude or like you know love Britney Spears. Everybody loves Tom Petty. Um, you know, it, and uh, and this it's amazing how lyrics are kind of seem different now. Like you're listening to lyrics differently, and and you're taking these songs. Music is so incredibly needed right now, and and you're like we've been spinning records, you know, constantly, and and it's funny how like you just listen to things a little differently now, and I feel like that's it, it was this was apt you know to include on this list and um what a what a song of strength and also just <laughs> tom petty you can hear tom petty smiling <laughs> while he's singing that you know so, absolutely uh, yeah, yeah i thought i thought it was good on the list with a twinkle in his eye Of hell, but I won't back down. 
Did you ever see him live? I never got to see him. Gutted. I I, I did twice. Oh, uh, man. The, the first the first time I saw him, uh, he when he came he came through Nashville uh, twice over the course of a couple years, and uh, first time I saw him, um, it, it was it was actually kind of a little scary. Um, he was a little shaky on stage, and um, it just it, we felt like oh god, you know what's going on. And then the second time he came through, it was like he was a kid again yeah. and everything was great and he was bouncing around and you know uh it it was it was also it was it was strange because you know the the arc of that like as in like right before you know he he died um he seemed like he was in the best position in his life you know and like just having fun and you know obviously all the songs were great and um he was singing, you know, his butt off. So it was, it was a, it was a strange and sudden thing to have found out later on that that, uh, you know, that he was ill. So I think when you're a musician who loves what you do, that craft, the the lifestyle as well. Obviously, touring can be physically punishing sometimes, but I actually think that the joy in the work is what keeps a lot of people young and keeps them going you look at some of these older people like a neil young is a great example of that just seems to be so youthful and still has so much fire inside him that the music continues to give it's amazing to see and also what you were mentioning earlier on about the fact that you guys still you know joke around and love each other and i know you're a proper family all the old time sort of legacy acts that i've interviewed over the years all say you know if it's the original lineup that's still together the fact that they're still doing it in the secret to longevity is loving what you do and still loving each other and you can tell the bands that have you know kind of got the beef backstage and they're kind of there through <laughs> gritted teeth just doing it for the money and you know i think that those bands are the ones that always inevitably end up breaking up don't they but if you can stay tight as friends and and a family unit then hopefully the uh the future is yours um you mentioned a moment ago lizzie about how you're going to try and roll with the punches and come up with you know new ways if you need to to exist as a band in this current crazy situation have you been discussing with the guys any you know online form of entertainment or engagement or you know ways around performing and and playing that don't involve crowds and public spaces if that's going to be the lockdown for you know the foreseeable future Absolutely. We, we've already kind of dabbled in in uh, doing that, just like uh, in, in certain outlets. And um, we're uh, we're thinking uh, that I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting time because it, what, what I love about the anything, even though we're not we maybe aren't on stage and in front of people, even though that is like absolutely, you know, that is part of my my soul. And I miss that very much. Um, just the act of going live in front of so many different viewers. Yeah. Um, you, you, you still get the buzz, of, don't you? You still get that. Yeah. Um, I still get a little nervous. Like I have a, uh, I have a lot, I have a live thing tonight that isn't necessarily with the band, but it's just me. And you're doing and, it like uh, a radio a, thing, right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. 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 It's like a, but, it, but it's like a visual radio. Thing. It's, it's very strange. On um, the air. It, it, on the air. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, where I've never really done that before, so um, so for me it's it's new challenges and uh, and uh, you know I, I don't necessarily have the benefit of, uh, <laughs> of of having my my band around me either so that's a little scary but um, but we as a band and also uh, Joe and I have been doing a lot of acoustic and um, you know we've uh, that that's definitely going to be you know kind of a new part of of what we do um, as this uh, continues to kind of you know. Uh, as this pandemic continues but um 
but yeah, I don't know. There's that. And then, then there's also, like I said, you know, there's, there's the writing and, and I know that, um, you know, no matter how, how long we all have to kind of stay apart and maybe, and maybe, you know, uh, hold off on touring for a while. Um, you know, there's always ways to release music and ways to get feedback on that. And uh, you were just trying to come up with a lot of creative ways just in case that's kind of the, the new world when all of this is, <laughs> yeah, the new is norm. gone. You know, you never know. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's kind of, it's kicking us out of, um, our comfort zone, um, which is, can be a good, can be a good thing, you know, and, well, you either rise to the challenge or you don't, right? In the creative Absolutely. sphere, you either sort of step up and, you know, go around or underneath or above and, and figure out new routes or you, you know, crumble and wither and you don't adapt and you die, right? I mean, I don't mean physically, yeah. literally, but as, you know, as a voice of, you know. You have to. And, and you know, what's funny. I, I've been talking to a lot of, you know, musicians about this, too, because everyone's kind of oh, what do I do? What do I do? This is what I was going to do. And I just released a record and all of this. And you know what? You wouldn't be a musician if you didn't absolutely know how to adapt because this yeah. business, even if you're just, you know, a, 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 you know, a local guy playing at the corner bar every, and that was your bread and butter. And that was your thing that you did. You wouldn't be in this business if you didn't know how to adapt because this business is so unpredictable anyway. Even if mm-hmm. you're just like on a local level, it's so unpredictable. Everything is subject to change. And, you know, and, and that's what you have to do if you're a musician. Um, you know, if, if you if you wanted a predictable life, you would have gotten an office job. <laughs> that's know? it. If you wanted so, stability and security, you're in the wrong game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we're already out of the game. And uh, and I feel so bad for so many people that are out, out of work and that do have office jobs and we're dependent on that. That has changed as well. Um, uh, but, I, you know, it's 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 uh, it, it makes me sad that, that so many of my, uh, you know, my buddies have just released a record and they were dependent on this summer tour to like, you know, and the promotion and all of that. And that's, that's disheartening, too, because it's like, oh man you like you, you work so hard i know how that is you work so hard to make a record and then you release it and now you can't go on tour <laughs> yeah and you can't like like do all of it. so um so I don't it's know, heartbreaking I, I just, isn't it yeah it really is in in the industry and um but you know we got this people you know it's it's gonna take a hell of a lot more you know than than a pandemic and um to to, to crush what works hard for and, and and also just it's it's a part of you if you're a musician it, it shows you not the other way around and so it's it's it'll get you through i love your spirit lizzie it's undeniable um we're <laughs> going to break for the penultimate song on your playlist and this was a tune so i was lucky to have just gone out on a tour in february so you know it's still fresh in my mind and i got to go all around the uk and europe opening up as a dj for zach sabbath so zach wilde and the crew and uh it it was amazing and so all these shows that we played are still fresh in my head and i'm kind of holding on to them as like oh we're going to get back there soon it's not going to be too long but this was one of the tracks on my playlist that i play every night and um people absolutely love it it's dio it's dancing it's not about to say dancing in the dark bruce springsteen (laughs) rainbow in the dark you can dance to this one too um yeah no i i love this tune um that was uh i remember we uh i don't want to say we covered it well but when i was uh when we were teenagers we covered this song um and uh 
and I don't know. I, I just I love Dio so much, and and everything that he wrote about, and it was there's always that little you know, hey, it's it's gonna be all right, you know, and so yeah, and you just be you, and all of that, and and, and um, I think that by listening to uh, to Dio from a very early age, um, I think that that was a huge part of what now in my in my thirties has become kind of my mission statement and. Um, we, we were very lucky to be able to, uh, to open up for, for heaven and hell in 2009, um, right before Ronnie passed. And so we, we feel very grateful and very lucky to have had the stars align you know, that we were able to actually do that. Um, so, uh, so I don't know, I would, we were, we were listening to some, some Dio the other day and, and, uh, and this came on, I'm like, ah, oh, Ronnie, how you doing, man? <laughs> You know, uh, so uh, I don't know. I wanted to include that just for my own, uh, my own uh, guilty pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's your playlist as well. It's the songs that make you happy and remind you of the good times before you know the end times finally bring down the curtain on all of us. <laughs> Who's alive? 
you know, you got to tour and I guess now befriend and become peers with some of your all-time heroes. You mentioned Corey Taylor earlier. Uh, recently, of course, you were out with Alice Cooper um, on stage with him, jamming out to Schools Out. Uh, that must have been a huge tick in the uh, the lifelong list of dreams that you've got to achieve and, and see and, and do. And that must have been amazing, Lizzie. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, it, it was great. He's such a nice guy, um, Mr. Mr. Alice. Mm. <laughs> he's he's, he's a, lovely, he's isn't like he? Every, he's like he's the most like down-to-earth rock god on earth. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it, it was funny because we uh, he took he took us all um, out to dinner uh, like within the first week of tour just to kind of like get everybody to know everybody and like hey we're having some conversations and and uh, and he he made everybody like stand up and introduce themselves. Amazing, yeah, like you do at school on your first day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, you're, he, he turns to me because he he, he had, I was sitting uh, next to him and his, and his wife and, and he turns to me. He's like, watch this. I'm gonna make I'm gonna embarrass everybody. I'm like, oh, no, what are you do? <laughs> and so he literally like was with a spoon, just like ding, ding, ding on all the glasses, like attention, everyone. And of course, he's the boss man. So everyone's like, OK, shut up and listen to, you know, to Coop. And and uh, and uh, he, he was just awesome. And um, I got to I, I I got to tell him that he was the guy that uh, that made me realize that I was not cool. <laughs> nice. So I, I, I told him this story about uh, when I was 11 and um, we had just moved into a new place and I didn't know anybody in the in the neighborhood and some of the neighborhood girls uh, invited me to a slumber party. And Matt, I'm sure you know where this is going. Um, uh, yeah, they, I, yeah they, I know the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they, please share. Yeah, they, they asked me to bring some CDs and um, and I brought Alice Cooper's Love It to Death. And, and uh, you know, <laughs> finally, no, you have to understand. Like, Needless to say, not, that was the odd one out. <laughs> yeah, well, this is like 96. So it's, it's like all Britney Spears and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Backstreet Boys and all of that. So, so, so we put it in and those girls looked at me like I was from another planet. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, they were asking like absurd questions like, well, this is really loud. And isn't he old? I, you know, like, what's going on? Like, what what are you what are you talking about this is great you know we didn't even make it past the first chorus before they were like yeah let's put somebody else's on and um <laughs> so i'm telling alice this story and he's like oh i am so happy i'm so proud that i was the one <laughs> that showed you that that the way you know um but because i told him i'm like it's amazing because that ended up becoming kind of my I, I turned it into my superpower when I got into middle school so I loved the fact that I was listening to things that that nobody did and I was dressing different than everybody it became kind of my you know my armor so to speak and then when we started the band that was a whole other thing so it was just uh it was it was neat to be able to like actually had that conversation with him and I, I was so glad that he didn't like take offense to it not that I, I thought that he would but he was like so like sweet about it he was like oh I'm so happy and proud <laughs> I'm like, okay, so yeah I love that well like I said at the start you guys are absolutely killing it and I couldn't be happier for you I think this has kind of been the longest time we've gone without catching up the final thing I wanted to chat to you about Lizzie what I've noticed in more recent times is you've really started I guess, tackling and approaching and raising the issues, you know, that have been, I guess, put in the shelf or away in the closet for a long time, things like mental health and depression and stuff like this. And I love that you're, you know, what you've just said there about how Alice opened the door for you. I don't doubt that you're becoming that for so many people out there. I wonder if we could finish it by, you know, you just kind of sharing some tips for staying sane and optimistic and, and healthy and happy in these times when I know a lot of people are struggling, 
either they're cooped up indoors alone you know perhaps they're in a tough situation with you know a family member or a partner whatever like there's a lot of you know i think people who are having a real hard time at the moment i wonder if you could just maybe share some of your tips and and pieces of advice for people out there that you know need need a need a lift and a pick me up oh absolutely i i think i think first and foremost the important thing to remember and i know that you know it's everyone's saying it and it's becoming old habit it really is true it it doesn't matter what walk of life you are it doesn't matter whether you're you know like me and a musician and you know whatever or if you're just you know you know your next door neighbor everybody is going through this we're all going through it i you know i battle with my own um darkness daily and uh and uh it, it that you know just like this pandemic um you know d- depression and anxiety and all of that doesn't discriminate it doesn't pick and choose every you know and i think that more so right now because of the state of the world so many people that maybe had some outlets that they were able to kind of battle that darkness outside of the home and outside of you know this you know this the scare of of even just watching the news Um, i think a lot more people are kind of uh i guess uh discovering (laughs) their own darkness right now yeah well there's nowhere to run from it right yeah absolutely so um you know, for for me, what 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 I end up doing is uh, a couple different things. Uh, first and foremost, um, I have a schedule. <laughs> Even if nobody's giving me one, I have a schedule. I wake up and um, I get dressed for me. Um, I don't stay in bed all day and snack. You know, I I exercise. Um, I create something every day. Like no matter what that may be, you know, in, in your world, whether that means, you know, I'm going to cook something or I'm going to draw something, or I'm going to just sit down and, and, you know, write, write an essay about whatever I'm thinking, you know, or maybe it's about this. Um, it really does help to have some kind of goal, um, every single day to, to make something out of nothing because that act of creation and where all of a sudden you have something that wasn't there before, um, it can be extremely, um, uplifting and, uh, and give you kind of that boost of confidence. Like I, I got this, you know, um, the other thing that I do, uh, daily now, and it used to be just like on occasion when I was kind of feeling bummed, but now I just do it. Um, like, like it's brushing my teeth. Um, uh, I free write actually. So this is the act of just kind of getting a pen and paper. I, I like the physical act of pen and paper, but you can type it out or whatever. It's basically, I usually do it kind of first thing in the morning with a cup of coffee. Um, you know, just anything I'm thinking about, whether it's like, Hey, you know, like I don't like my hair right now or, <laughs> or, um, I can't find my slipper, whatever it is, whatever is on the top of your head, you know, um, uh, maybe you're worried about something. Maybe you're just, uh, you know, you just kind of tensed up about something, anything, um, just start writing about it. It doesn't have to be uh, legible. It doesn't have to have punctuation. It doesn't even have to really make sense, but just, uh, just the act of getting that out onto paper is almost like, um, like it's very therapeutic. It's almost like you're venting to someone, even if, you know, no one's there listening. Um, so that's been very helpful. And, um, and also it's, it's interesting because when I go back and I start reading, whatever I had been writing, um, there are a few things that maybe stand out to me that I end up like circling and then I kind of put that away. Maybe it becomes a uh, song thought or later. So it's, it's kind of an, a nice like multitasking situation too. Um, but you know, I think above all what I've been doing is I've been trying to stay connected with everyone. And, uh, I think that's important, you know, you, like make sure that you reach out, 
to your family, to your friends, even to strangers. Um, I see this happening all the time on my Twitter feed and all of that. Everybody's checking in on each other. It's very important that we all remind each other that we're not alone and not, hey, I'm going through it too. What happened to you today? It's all good. We're here. Tell me about it, you know? Um, and s- spreading that hope, being a good human, <laughs> you know? Don't don't harp on the fear. Make sure that, you know, you're you're spreading that that positivity and, uh, and making sure everybody else knows that they're not alone too. Um, and then finally, um, <laughs> this, this sounds like something you've, I'm sure everyone is just, is doing but it's so important right now um listen to music discover new music ask your friends to make playlists of maybe some things that you hadn't heard before music is so incredibly needed and it's so therapeutic and lyrics can change your life um a a riff can change your life and and turn your whole day around um so uh so yeah i don't know those are just a few of the things you know that that um that I've been doing myself and hopefully uh, whoever is listening right now can take some of that and, and, uh, and I don't know, maybe make a, make a great day out of it. Solid advice from the boss right there. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You're sweet. Lizzie, so nice catching up with you. Thank you so much for taking uh, the time to do this as well. What a oh, treat. Time, Matt. It's, it's great to hear your voice too, man. And uh, we'll, we'll have to have a, a beer when all this is over, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, next time you're in the UK, we've got a podcast. I've been doing my show almost, what, over three years I've been doing it now. And people keep saying, when's Lizzie coming on? So, yeah, when you, make, when you do make it over here, we'll sit down, crack a beer, let the mics roll, and, um, yeah, get the full story of Lizzie Hale, catch up on everything. And not Hell just yeah. not just the current pandemic. Your last song, Lizzie. I love you for picking this. Uh, I've had Jazz on the show. He is a magical, just an insane force of nature. He's wild. Um, and this, I wouldn't have had you down as a Killing Joke fan, but then nothing about you surprises me. So I love that you have picked it. Um, are they a band that you've kind of always been into? What's your relationship and connection to Killing Joke? Um, you know, what's funny with Killing Joke and specifically this, this album, you know, um, it, it's uh, it, uh you know dave Grohl is playing the drums on this album right yes um so i recently this is like just in the past year i've rediscovered killing joke and, I, and i've i've known uh you know I, I, about like some of their early history and I've, I've heard a lot of their songs but i had never really dug in and i fell in love with this record um and then I, and then it's funny of course i i realized that apparently um uh Nick Rassiolinitz had a hand in some of this record. I'm like, of course, it's like every favorite record that I, the the same producer that did our last record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. And he's like, oh yeah, I have like some videos of like jazz doing some stuff and like Dave Grohl doing some stuff. I'm like, what? This is crazy. So, um, so I love it even more so now, but there's just such an energy to this. And it's, he's so like, he sounds like Gollum from Lord of the Rings when he's singing. He's got this crazy shamanistic energy about him. He sounds like Gollum. He sounds like really otherworldly. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy, and it's so it's so interesting because it's just dripping with that angst and that attitude, and it's just a, I don't know. It's I, when back when I was still like you know kind of riding in the car. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Yeah, remember going out and like going and doing stuff. Um, it was just <laughs> on constant rotation. So um, so I, I I love this record, and um, I encourage everybody to go rediscover it again as well. Lizzie, thank you so much. That was great.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.